What's up, everybody? UWO Podcast. Kyle Chapman here with Brian. I want to kill Kyle because I got to wake up in the morning and he always wants to record late loops. What's going on, everyone? And Eddie, I want to punch Kyle in the face for waking me up on my nap when I work third shift. Ortiz. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all, let's just get on into it uh, while Anchor allows us. Uh, first off, first off, before before we get into the uh, the first topic that we're going to get into, I want to go ahead and apologize to our listeners. Um, last week, we were promised sponsors during our uh, podcast, and you know, I can use extra money. Eddie can use extra money. Brian can use extra money, especially during Christmas time. Yeah. So we said, "Fuck it, let's do it." However, what Anchor didn't tell you was all the hoops that you had to jump through in order to actually um, keep sponsors and plus get paid for um, putting your sponsors on your podcast. So those commercials, we were totally unpaid. We were used, bamboozled, running muck. It's not happening again. This is commercial free for now on, period. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Eddie. TLC, man, it was on Sunday. Just so, uh, what's your what's your thoughts on it? Uh, like for their last pay per view and the last pay per view of the year and everything, it was what it was. It was okay of a show. You know, it wasn't anything like that. You know, but considering the past few shows they've had, you know, this you know, in my opinion, did they win the weekend? Compared to what Ring of Honor put out there with Final Battle, hell no. Mm. That seeing Ring of Honor, uh, do yourself a favor, watch Final Battle. That was one hell of a pay per view. You know, TLC was an okay of a pay per view. Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, that match sucked. You know, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, that match was great. You know, that's pretty much sums up the pay per view. One match sucked. The match was great. You know, the girls tore it down in TLC again. You know, the guys obviously are not paying attention anymore to what the girls are doing, or they just don't care. Yeah. Uh, They're being told not to, to, you know, outshine the girls or something, maybe. I I don't know what's going on. But these girls, every time they have the chance to highlight in a pay-per-view, they're stealing the show on these guys. And yeah. last I checked, WWE was a male-dominated sport, but I guess they're moving away from that because if you watch Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Asuka, they fucking went in on that TLC match. Yeah, and, and the interference by Ronda Rousey. You know, yeah, and then, you know, Ronda Rousey, even Ronda Rousey's match with Nia Jax. That was, was good. That was serviceable. I thought it was good. It was it was good. You could tell they spent days working that match together and everything, practicing that match out to a T though. Mm-hmm. You can you can see it in that match that it was well practiced out, well rehearsed, well organized match. You know, it highlighted Ronda. It did what it was supposed to do. You know. Anybody who said Nia Jax was gonna win obviously doesn't know what rest doesn't know wrestling at all. Because there were some people that are out there that actually were like, oh, Nia should have won that match. I you know, don't know what they're smoking, but okay. <laughs> That's it over here. Yeah, exactly, because uh, I don't see why anybody was even taking that bet. Like I said, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins sucked. Why? I, I don't know. Like, they just didn't. Can somebody tell me, did, did you see that a passion between those two in that ring in that match? Nope. I, I saw no passion, no heart. Like those two look like they just weren't wanted didn't want to be there. Yeah, exactly. Like that match felt like those two of them were like a gun was to put to their head and go out there and perform while I'm shooting you both in the head. You know, like yeah. I said, Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles were giving time. You know, shocking the WWE title was actually given time, the you know, title match was given time to shine. That's the shocker there, you know. You mean that most important title on a brand? Their only title on their brand. (laughs) 
At least they're only made that main world title on their brand because we don't know what's what Raw is gonna you know do if they're gonna call back their champion, make a new championship, you know, elevate the IC title to the you know position of main title. Yeah. Introduce the cruiserweight title on there as their main title for all I care. I don't know, but the pay per view was all right. It wasn't anything to write, anything special to write home about. Hmm. Brian, how about you? Honest to God, I 100% agree with everything that Eddie just said. Um, it was a good pay per view, but to me, it's the culmination of this entire year for the WWE main roster. You have great talent, you have great wrestlers, but creatively, something is wrong. The death, oh, excuse me, the Seth Rollins Dean Ambrose match. That match should be a blood feud. Those two guys should be beating the living hell out of each other. Yeah, exactly. In at some least type like of a hot match. moment for Seth Rollins at the beginning where he's taking out his frustration, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like to me, that match should have been a ladder match. Like, there's no reason why Elias and Astley should be having a ladder match for a guitar. Why not put the Intercontinental title up on a on a, on the thing and have a ladder match for it? For Christ's sake, the Intercontinental title is known for their ladder matches. You know what I mean? Like that match should have been violent. It should have been like it should have been like what the women's TLC match was. But yeah. no, they they had a straight up wrestling match. And the problem with that is you had a straight up wrestling match right after two of the best technical wrestlers in the world just had an amazing wrestling match with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. To me, I loved it. That's the that's the old Daniel Bryan I was talking about. That violent every strike sounds vicious. Like, how many times was he punching AJ in the gut? And you just heard the smack of the skin every time he laid it into him. And then then you got the women's match. The women tore it up. Like, I, I my money on Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Asuka, you have the three best women's wrestler wrestlers on your entire company in that one match. To me, I love that. But like Eddie said, if when it comes to winning the weekend, for me, it was Ring of Honor, hands down. Like, if you guys didn't see Ladder War, the Ladder War was fucking incredible. The Bullet Club pretty much said goodbye to Ring of Honor. And Jeff Cobb is a fucking star. If y'all don't know who Jeff Cobb is yet, look him up, Google him. He is what WWE should have with Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar's too lazy to be around for it. But overall, TLC, it was a cool pay-per-view. It was just weirdly booked, weirdly booked. <coughs> yeah, definitely yeah. Yeah. Definitely was a weirdly booked show. Like it, it, it definitely was one of those half asses get it over with kind of shows. Yeah, I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. Yeah, um, a couple of the matches to quote the new, not the old, but the new Daniel Bryan. It's fickle, fickle. You know what? <laughs> those matches were fickle. The uh, <laughs> no, I thought the South. Rollins, I, I agree totally. By the way, with you guys, the South Rollins and Dean Ambrose was very. It sucked. It was horrible. And I mean, if you're looking at any um, any reports on the event, they'll say a good event. However, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose yeah. sucked. They got a it bo- was absolutely horrible. they got a boring chant. Seth Rollins got a boring chant in, a ma- in one of his matches. When's the last time that happened to Seth Rollins? I don't think that ever happened. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the the fuck, you know, Dean Ambrose is not a wrestler. Like he's not a technical wrestler. He is a brawler. Okay, in that ring, he is not technically profound. He is out there brawling, and exactly they try to they try to put on a, a wrestling match, and like Brian said, it should have been an all-out blood feud war. It should have been the bell didn't even ring, and they were already beating on each other. Mm-hmm. Like it, coming down the aisle, Seth Rollins should have attacked right off the bat. Dean Ambrose should have attacked off the bat. Something like no, these guys. I, I was expecting them to have a handshake afterwards. Hell, they almost had a fist bump. Like it just—it was just overall bad. Like I, I, like I said, I just did, looking at their faces during the match, I just felt like they were like, "Okay, can we can we finish this now? Can we can we wrap this up now?" Like I don't want to be here. I want to go home, you know. And then ha- can I just say one thing that did bother me throughout TLC: the goddamn commentary team. Holy mother of God! It, oh it, God. It, if some, if you guys were actually listening to the commentators, they fucking destroy everything now. I'm they to the just, point now. I don't want Renee Young on commentary anymore. I, 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 I 
If she doesn't stab Corey Graves in the fucking kidney with a fucking ice pick soon, I'm going to be upset because... So what, what could you tell us about Dean Ambrose? Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't know nothing. Well, you sleep right next to him. Well, just because I sleep next to him doesn't mean we talk. Like, like Renee is doing everything she can to, like, brush away the question, not be involved in the storyline. And Corey's doing everything he can to throw her under the bus. You know, when it gets to the point where Michael Cole has to be like, yo, cut the shit out already, man. Call the match. You know, and again on Raw, he had to tell him, yo, cut the shit out. Yeah. Like, it's it's just it, the commentary. Was just, like, I was actually looking forward to hearing Tom Phillips. And then you got to deal with Corey <laughs> on both uh, on both sides. Like, Corey, I'm sorry, Corey Graves is getting on my fucking last nerves. Like he 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 really need to get pulled from that fucking commentary table. I'm not I'm not a fan of Corey Graves anymore. He's getting like I know he's supposed to be playing the the heel side of things on the on the table, but he he gets to that point where it's yeah. not even heel heat. It's just like you're pissing me off because you're stupid heat. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely teetering on that line. I don't know if he's trying to. Uh, emulate uh, JBL, but he's doing yeah, like, fucking like, horrible. And he's trying to be Bobby Heenan. He's trying to be Bobby Heenan, but you know something? Heenan was actually funny. Yeah. It, it, he, then he tries to come. Entertaining. Then you'll hear him try to come funny. out with his pop, reference, pop references and everything like that. And like, and then he'll tear into like Byron Saxon when he starts cheering for somebody. And it's like, dude, you're, you're, getting, on, you're getting on the nerves, man. Yeah. Bro, he called David Otunga Byron Saxon. Dude, he said the Miz in uh when when the Miz and Mandy Rose won, he said that Mandy Rose and uh R Truth just beat R Truth and Carmella. Yeah, the guy has just be, become asinine lately. He is the Bella twin. Oh yeah, Corey. Yeah, you becoming a botch fest. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of uh, a Bella Twin, she was up for an award at the UW, and that award was Botch of the Year, in which we had Sasha, the career-ending niece. We had the Bella It Kicks, or the Bella Yes Kicks, or whatever you Bella want to call those Bella Kicks. That they are Miss Kicks. <laughs> And we had Mr. Titus O'Neill's famous entrance at the Greatest Royal Rumble ever, by the way. Greatest Royal Rumble. Still ever. brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian, who, you want to let everybody Oh, yes. One? With great pleasure, I would like to say the winner of the botch of the year. And yes, this will be a continuous thing for as long as we do this. Titus World slide that might be a Hall of Fame award. That might just be a Hall of Fame award. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think. Oh man, we also had tag team of the year. Eddie, we lost you there for a second. Oh, I said we also. Oh, my bad. If this is anchor, bro, we're we're chock full of technical difficulties. It's because we didn't lose <laughs> sponsorship anymore. That's why they're fucking with us. Yeah. Oh, they, oh you guys don't want to do the sponsors? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we're just not gonna. Uh, you know. Yeah, we ain't getting no. Uh, we ain't but, getting uh, we no have, updates anymore. <laughs> we have. <laughs> all right, we had um, tag team of the year, which we had the undisputed era. We had the Bristols, and we had the this this team. You know that they 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 travel the world. You know, kind of skinny, wear bandanas. They hate the revival. <laughs> Ours, the young bucks. Anyway, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, Eddie, do you did you see who won that one? I actually did not see who won that one. I did not check. I it was someone I, I could tell you because one of us, one of us three, had a genius, genius tag team that he put into this. Unassisted, by the way. 
which was the undisputed era. Um, you know, he just he 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 the person who his team though, oh genius. Genius. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something here. I totally stole your idea and took credit. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and the third um, award that we had last week was the face of the year. And uh, we had Johnny Wrestling, Kenny Omega, and Seth Rollins. Ryan. Yes, sir. And also winner. Uh, the winner of this one, which I don't think you feel kind of confident about it anymore, is uh, Mr. Bernie Down, <laughs> Seth Rollins. He is our face of the year. He wins it, but, but in our defense, it was prior to that shit show <laughs> that he decided to give us. Johnny got robbed all because of one little freaking mishap with Alistair Black. <laughs> Johnny did nothing wrong, guys. Come on, he got robbed. <laughs> and then we had the best heel of 2018, which is our final award from last week, in which we had Randy Orton, The Miz, and it's not, it wasn't even like close <laughs> at all. It just, we also have some guy that walks around with Goldie. Hey, you better put some respect in the greatest sports entertainer of our time. Say it with your chest, Eddie. Say it with your chest. That's right. The greatest sports entertainer. Oh, Your boy, man. my boy, everybody's boy, Tommaso Ciampa. Like, it, that one was a gimme. That, anybody who voted said the same thing. Was That was that was a gimme. Like, that wasn't even fair. Hell, I voted for him, and I said Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, guys, like I think that was the biggest turnout that we had for voting, and it, except for three or four, I believe, it, it was pretty much champ. Like he won the hands down; it wasn't even like close. And and I said it before; I'm going to say it again. He ruined the Avengers for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was supposed to do. Oh. That's what. What an asshole. That's what Thanos does. Thanos. <laughs> oh, man. And um, this is going on here because uh, we had an absolute shot if we didn't say Tyson. Uh, I keep calling this guy Tyson, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, we had no shot, man. But anyway, um, we're going to go on to the Big McMahon announcement on Monday Night Raw. Huge announcement, by the way. Huge. Huge. It was big. Bigly. Very bigly. Huge. Yeah, it was comfy and everything. <laughs> uh, Eddie, just just paraphrase exactly what that announcement was. Uh, if you, Well, for one, it, it was the McMahon supposedly taking... You, you know, standing up and saying we fucked up, but didn't quite sound like that. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm sorry. We got trolled Monday night. Mm-hmm. We got trolled. For anybody who was watching that and was like, oh, we got change coming. Oh, right. This is good to see Vince. We got fucking trolled. For one, they didn't admit <laughs> shit. They blamed it all on Baron Corbin. The bosses blamed it all on their employees. And people were like, yeah, it's all his fault. The sheep were like, bah. Bah. We got trolled. They didn't. We're going to be the authority. The fans are in charge. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm the authority. Are you you fucking kidding me? Me too. (laughs) 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 What? Come on. Oh, man. That was no one. We're going to hit the reset button. Fresh faces. Fresh ideas. Fresh matches. Fresh pile of shit. (laughs) We're going to have fresh matches. Oh, we're going to end the night with Natalia winning a gauntlet match to get a title match. Oh, that's fresh and fucking new. 
Oh, we're going to uh, announce a bunch of call-ups. Oh, boy. That's fresh and new. A bunch of call-ups that we're not even going to... That, that we're going to be inducting into our burial hall of fame also soon. <laughs> okay. I'll be digging. Vince McMahon, you just gave us future burials of the week. Thank you. You gave us something to something to talk about. Appreciate Good looking out. I appreciate it. Thank we're you, Kyle. We were running out of people to bury. Good looking out. I don't think, but I do. I, I'm standing by this, man. I'm standing by this. I said it before. I'll say it again. I don't think they're going to do wrong with EC3 only because of how much they wanted him when he made that big splash in that crappy-ass promotion that he was in with his quote-unquote auntie. Man, uh, EC3 is fucked. Okay? <laughs> Everybody, first of all, yes, he's, he's got, he got better, but Derek Bateman over there is not the end-all, be-all, or the savior, or the new face of the company. Okay? Mm. The man is going to be putting a chip on his shoulder again and eating it. Okay? The, I don't see what the big... Like, I have a problem with EC3. He is not that good in the ring unless he's in there with somebody who can carry a match. Agreed. He is not a carrier of uh, a match. You guys, no. man. I, I don't think he's a... Stay on top I think of that. Actually a what is... They they brought him back to NXT. The the fans were like, "Yay!" for the first day, and then afterwards, they're like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, just too okay. hard on him. I, I'll, defend, I'll defend EC3 a little bit on that one because the original thought was to bring him down there for like a quick refresher and then call him up. But I guess when he fought Dream and got the concussion, it kind of stalled him out because he was supposed to come up right after SummerSlam. So I don't think down at NXT they really spent time doing anything for him because they weren't expecting him to be there long. But I think if he was in NXT for a little while, they would have done something with him. But, okay, yeah. Put it this way. We already know, we, we, it is a gimme that EC3 is going to Raw because he's not going to SmackDown. He can't wrestle. I think he'll actually fit in better on SmackDown. I think we're going to bury him. If he's no, he's, he's going to Raw. He's going to be one of Vince's little pet projects. And that's what's going to ruin him. Because he already can't cut good promos. Like his promos aren't something to write home about. And he, he's one of those guys that you can see is strictly sticks to the script. And if you stick to the script with Vince McMahon writes your script, you're going to sound like ass. Okay. Heavy Machinery? Who? 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 They actually had a pretty decent match today on the next Who? Who? <laughs> See, see, this guy's stakes and weights. Really? Stakes and weights. The man. only thing I'm, the, the only thing I pray for is I hope those guys end up on SmackDown because at least SmackDown has a tag team division. Okay, because what are we gonna do? Watch those two guys go against AOP all the time on Raw. AOP. Who? Yeah. Who? Who? <laughs> so you know, if they end up on SmackDown and they actually get pushed into a proper tag team feud, I could th they'll be okay, maybe. But I don't see them lasting too long. Okay, Nikki mm. Cross. How many times she debut already? Four times. I thought she was on one SmackDown. Like, call her up or don't call her up, but fucking put her on Raw already and have her with Sanity already. Just stop beating around the bush. Yeah. Like, uh. I think she's coming to sanity, and uh, the reason I say, actually let's hold on to that reasoning because we're not on SmackDown yet. But yeah, exactly. Lacey Evans, who? Oh, who? Does she have four matches in NXT? Because I only remember her promo. She hasn't fought a relative name on NXT in like months. Like she fights a bunch of nobody jobbers, and then she'll get put in a match with like an actual NXT star. And she'll drop out to them. Like, I don't get, I don't get, this is baffling the same way Carmella was baffling last year when Carmella got called up. Like, exactly. It's like, unless you watch the May Young classic and you follow, and you follow the classic, you don't know who Lacey Evans is. I, I don't, I don't think anybody knows. A casual fan doesn't know who she is. They're going to see another blonde. Yeah. Like she's who doesn't look as good as Mandy Moore. They, put it this way, I feel she's gonna end up on Raw because Raw's missing a tall blonde chick that Charlotte is. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I feel she's going to end up over there. You know, Lars Sullivan, he, he's, he's going to be all right because Vince loves the big monster guy, but we all know where that's going to end. That's going to end in absolutely nothing. Okay. I'm not getting. I'm not getting why they are trying to bring so much heat uh, from his tweets. You know what I mean? Like it's not working, guys. Give yeah, like he's not. A, he's not good on Twitter. He, he's, <laughs> he's not Tommaso Ciampa. He's not Becky Lynch. Okay, so not everybody can tweet. Not everybody can cut promos. You know, but it, I don't know that this, that 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 announcement was a total sham. What we got was, guess what? The McMahons are back. And we all know what happens when the McMahons are back. It's all about the McMahons. So get ready, people. Pretty much. Because we're going to have segment after segment. The the McMahons. And um, what's crazy about that is Fox said that's exactly what they don't want. They want to focus on the action when SmackDown puts them over to Fox. So... I mean, they, they killed SmackDown in one week. Yeah, they killed SmackDown. They they got rid of Paige, the only general manager that was actually doing her job. Mm-hmm. Oh, you fired you fired Paige. Why? Like what? Why does the McMahon's need to be in charge? We know you're the fucking bosses in real life. Yeah. Why do we need you on the show being the boss? And then everybody's yeah, like, you guys... oh, like, I've been reading on Twitter and online and on social media. Oh, well, you know, they're, they're, they're not heels. They're, 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 gonna, they're, they're trying to boost the show up. No, the McMahons always do this. They come in when the show is going downhill. They make it about themselves. And then they end up te- ruining it because it's all about them. Okay, they, they, they're going to be heels. It's going to be, eventually we're going to get back to the same thing. Stephanie screwing over somebody, Shane screwing somebody over, Vince screwing somebody over. We know where we're going. Around in a vicious circle. Mm. And it's like, I, I said it. People are falling for it because every year, what happens at this time of the year? They amp it up. It's WrestleMania season. Yeah. Yep. Time exactly. to turn it up, time to turn the dial back up. But what happens after WrestleMania season's over? Goes right back in the toilet. So come th- this time next year, we're all going to be bitching about the same shit again. Watch. Mark my words. Mm. Uh, well, maybe not the exact thing. They could, too. Um, you know. And we're going to be bitching about the new faces sucking ass. <laughs> no. And then we're going to be even more pissed off because... The only two good hours of the week are going to get ruined for the sake of the crap show. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Already saw Vince McMahon way too much this week. Yeah. Um, I think and I was thinking that when his big a big announcement was was you know teased. I was thinking it was going to be like, all right, guys, this, these rosters aren't working. Let's just go ahead and have another draft. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, but this whole, you're the authority. Hey, Brian, you're the authority. All right. Yeah. By the way, just letting you know, you are the authority, okay? Uh, <laughs> I am the authority. Respect. You know, and, and what pissed me off is I was actually behind the scenes, everybody. Um, so you probably didn't, you, you're not going to know about the conversation, but, um, I was talking with Brian about it, and um, what pissed me off the most about that announcement is we were told we're getting new faces, we're getting new matchups, we're getting fresh this, fresh that. You're getting it, guys. Don't worry about it. You're going to get it. The very first thing that they do mm-hmm. is bring about Kurt fucking Angle, and I have no problem with Kurt Angle. I think Kurt Angle was one of the best wrestlers, in my opinion, of all time. However, if you're going to tell me I'm going to get something, <laughs> something never done before, why are you giving me an attitude, Arrow? You gave us the same match you gave us at TLC, except you had Kurt Angle. And I was just gonna, and then we just saw that at TLC. <laughs> you know I mean? That's why I said we got trolled. Mm. <laughs> like I'm watching, I'm watching Raw, and I'm like, we are being trolled. And then, like, I'm I'm watching on, you know, the the uh, the wrestling fantasy warfare thread, and. 
people are falling for it on the thread. Some people, and I'm watching other other sites posting, oh, the big announcement. This people are falling for it all over the internet. The sheep were coming out in drones. Yeah. Okay, we got Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler. Nobody asked for that. Not a bad match. Nobody asked for that. But it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a bad match, but nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for a Dolph Ziggler no. Finn Balor feud. Okay. And Andrew McIntyre. Nobody asked for that. Nobody. We've been asking for Baron Corbin to be fired and Kurt Angle to get his GM role back. What do they do? They just got rid of GMs altogether. Yep. We didn't ask for that. We didn't ask for Vince McMahon and, and his kids and his son-in-law to come back and take up all the camera time. But uh, uh, yeah. apparently they're listening to us, the authority. And did you notice that when Triple H was coming down the, the aisle, they called him the mastermind behind NXT? <laughs> did Vince give you permission to say that? Because when those NXT guys who are being lauded now as great come up to the main roster, let's just say they get Bray Wyatt. Oh, I can see that happening real. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what was funny about those call-ups? It was like Triple H, like Vince said, tri- t- turned around and said, Hunter, who who do I call up from NXT? And Triple H threw out them names because he was like, he, he threw himself on top of the fucking Undisputed Era. I bet you Vince was back there like, I'm going to call up the Undisputed Era. And Triple H was like, no, 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 no. I got other guys. No, no, I got better names. Look, I, I, I swear, I see Triple H. No, 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 no. I already got a list of call-ups for you. He gave him the bottom of the barrel. I'm actually, I'm actually relieved um, <laughs> that Velveteen Dream didn't make the cut because I'm not ready to see him get buried yet. That's what I'm saying. Triple H, when Triple H was asked who should be called up, he gave him the absolute bottom of the list. Okay, he was like, "No, these guys are perfect, Vince. Heavy machinery. Oh, they're big. You love them. <laughs> oh, Lacey Evans, she's a tall blonde chick. Yeah, you love her. <laughs> you know, he was like, EC3. He probably was like, you know what? Because from what I hear, Triple H wasn't really isn't even really a big fan of EC3 personally. So he that's why he's not really he doesn't really care about EC3. That's why Vince wanted him. Really, that's Vince's project. So Triple H could give two fucks." So he's screwed, you know. It's, it's, we didn't get hey, that Vince's news. Last product, what was our main event? It was the women's gauntlet match. That match sucked. Yeah. <laughs> that match sucked. And it ended with Natty. Natty, the the veteran, the only girl that's been there longer than as long as Alicia Fox. Yeah, and that's fresh and new. Well, I mean, if you look at it, it's now you know the whole fresh match, brand new, never been done before. It, but only five that, months too late. Yeah, we asked for that five months ago. <laughs> oh, we're gonna give it to you now. But wait, it's not even gonna be a heel versus versus face match. So it'll be two faces, two friends. Two people that love each other, yeah. facing each other. Yeah, and uh, Ronda Rousey's only fucking friend. That Ronda <laughs> Ronda, you know? What fresh and new did we get? Lashley still came out and bent over. Stop! He still bent over. <laughs> hey, he gave us. They gave us what we wanted. And then he no sold the guitar shot. Oh my. I thought the only one that noticed that. He well, I, he sold the fuck out of that fucking guitar shot. Oh my, I don't even know why he jumped out the ring. He should have just turned around and looked at him like, ah. <laughs> he should have just hulked up afterwards because he did. A no, a, a no sell on a totally unexpected quote unquote guitar <laughs> shot, bro. That was. Uh, <laughs> we got trolled. I'm sorry. We got trolled. And let's let's get into the tag team match from Monday Night Raw. You know, the one that, that featured a Lucha House Party. But, but here, guys, here, guys, we heard your complaints. They are no longer going to be able to use Lucha House Rules rules. So what does that mean for the New Day? 
Who knows? Maybe New Day will still have the New Day rules. There are, there which are is a variation of the Freebird rules. Which... Well, forget them. Mm. It's, I don't know, man. It, it was, it was, yeah, guys. It, we heard you. We, we heard. We you. heard you. you. Guys want this? We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Uh, psych. Yeah, we, we're not gonna do. We shit. all just joined <laughs> the Vince Man Kiss that. My Ass Club. Pretty much. And but you gotta remember, the only people who did that. We're authority. We are the authority. Respect our authority. <laughs> we got about as much as. Can I? Can I? Can I exercise my right as an authority uh, authority figure to actually? I don't know. Fire every fucking writer on WWE. <laughs> every single one of them. Man, like I said last week during my rant, we need a performance center for writers. We. Need yeah. a, WD needs to look into a WD school for creative writing. Because these asinine clowns that write soap operas, man, I don't even know how soap operas are still on TV then. If these are the writers that are writing daytime soap operas, then these people who watch daytime soap operas need to be taken out and shot. But the baby was Chad's. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, <laughs> bent over. Oh, man. The, the Monday Night Raw for the past three weeks has definitely been Bobby Lashley's favorite pose. Ass. It has been ass. Oh, man. And you know what? Since, since, since we're, uh, we're on this subject of ass, let's, let's, let, let's bury some asses. Mm. <laughs> let's go ahead and put some asses in some holes. And, and yes, I want to put Bobby Lashley's ass, not Bobby Lashley, his ass needs to go in that demo. <laughs> uh, Eddie, you got anybody? Want before to Eddie, before you begin, Kyle just said Bobby Lashley, ass, and a hole all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. Eddie, go ahead and marry somebody. Uh, like who, the, who, who do I... Who? You gotta pick one. You gotta pick one. Who? Like, I I can't bet. There's nobody on Raw we can bury any any further. They're not giving us anything. Like, ah, uh, who do I bury? Who? 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 Man, come on! You got you got you got to throw a dot at the wall, bro. I. Uh, I got nobody to bury, man. We're already everybody's buried. It's like, who who can we throw under there, man? I got somebody you can you can go ahead and uh, have a field day with. Give him to me. AOP. Who? <laughs> who? The former tag team champions who asked for their rematch clause. To be honest. Apparently, we don't have re- rematch clauses anymore. <laughs> Apparently, we're doing, we're doing away with rematch clauses. We're doing away with, with number one contenders. We're doing away with titles. Like, we don't have anything anymore. Like, the fans are being buried at this point. We are burying ourselves at this point by watching, continuing to watch this. Uh, you, can't, you can't bury the authority. We got about as much power as Sergeant Slaughter did when DX was around. Oh, man. Oh, man. I got to bury the revival again. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, no. You mean the number one no, contenders? Because, for one, fuck the revival. Okay. <laughs> for two, they've been. They, They've been doing nothing but losing to the Mexicals. I mean, Lucha House Party. And then they get, they, they win a four-way tie. First of all, it should have been the B-team winning. Okay? <laughs> My boys, the B-team, B-team, go, go, go. Eddie, you were the only one chanting with them when they did that. <laughs> okay, they should have won. And you give it to the, re- the Revival? Like, come on, man. You pudgy doughboys 
looking like you came from 70s gay porn looking. Get your asses back in that hole. Sit down next to AOPP. Don't worry. We'll have heavy machinery they, right on top of you guys soon, too. But, Eddie, but Eddie, I think that them being the number one contenders was um, resulted from Seth Rollins just name-dropping them in his uh, his little spiel. Yeah, because Vince McMahon forgot who the fuck they were. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Somebody had to remind... Seth Rollins reminded him. He's like, the revival, losing to... Like, oh, that's what those guys are. That's the guys getting beat by the little Mexicans with the piñatas, huh? I can see Vince in the back like, oh, those are the guys that I keep having hey, little listen. Mexicans with the piñatas. Oh, and they brought the piñata with them. <laughs> hey, at uh. least they ain't lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. The one beers look great. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, the, re- the revival... Man, and I'm sorry to say, but the revival, they suck. They suck in the ring. I, I don't get why people are so high on them. Why are people so high on so, them? Like, because of their finisher. Their finisher is innovative. The Shatter Machine like is innovative? Finish. I like it. I've I seen like that it. move used tons of times. There's nothing innovative <laughs> about it. I've seen it actually executed a lot better in other promotions. The, they 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 bring nothing to yeah. the table. Somebody, somebody tell me. What do you mean? They're not just and some tag teams are in the same page. They're on the same sentence. So what? I don't get the 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 high the high horse that these people put them on. They're on a pedestal from from NXT because they put out some good matches with DIY. Do you know who DIY is? Chopper and Gorgano. Um, the guys that can carry a fucking okay. broomstick. Daniels and Captain America them fucking selves. Of course they had a good match <laughs> with them. Fuck. They also had a good. Whoa, whoa. They actually had a classic. We can have classics with Chop and Gorgano. They can make us with AOP. Us out of shape, <laughs> old fucking guys look like fucking premium fucking superstars in the ring. <laughs> so of course yeah. they they made them look good. Since then, what have they done? And they never- they don't carry matches. Their promos are horrible. They can't stay healthy. They both look out of shape. Mm. But 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 they got a really cool beard and mustache. No, I've seen we, we've seen better. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. The Andersons pulled it off better. Okay, yeah. like they, they they're nothing special. But yet, if you look on Twitter, social media, anywhere across those. People are literally on their knees begging for the revival to have a t- to, to win the titles. It's because mostly because they're a true tag team on on Monday Night Raw. So is the you know I mean? so is the Ascension, to... but nobody's asking for them to win the belts. That's because there's a level of burial that you just can't reti- return from. Remember when they tried to give them to get them back into the limelight? Everybody's like, "No, you 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 that lasted about a week." <laughs> Yeah, your attention. You're not gonna just just climb on out. No, you've been but the revival, people, keep, people keep pulling them out. We keep burying them, and motherfuckers keep throwing ladders down there and shit and ropes. No, I'm done. I'm putting a cage over these motherfuckers. They're not getting back out. We need to build a wall. <laughs> I'm going into my own personal funds and building a wall around the revival. I'm tired of people getting them out of jail, getting them out of the hole. No more ropes. Nobody's allowed to visit their grave sites and pay condolences and dig them up. No, because I have not been—I have not been shown. I have not seen. Nobody has pointed me out why I should be on, why I should even sit back and wait for the revival to do something. All right, revival. You have been officially golden shovel buried. <laughs> Cremated your asses. Put you in the urn. <laughs> carry you around Brian, going, oh, you oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Brian, who you bury your brother? Uh, now, if you gentlemen will give me a few minutes, because this one's going to take a little while. Let him know, Brian. Get it off your chest. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you follow the UWO Twitter, um, yesterday and somewhat a little bit today, I kind of got into it with a national radio show. 
Now, for those of you who don't know about this show, it's a show called Busted Open. It's been around for about almost 10 years now. It's on Sirius Satellite Radio. The host of the show is a man by the name of Dave LaGreca. He also is the guy who created the show. Um, Dave LaGreca was actually in our Wrestling Fantasy Warfare group a while back. I actually went looking for him because I wanted to make sure that he heard this, but he's no longer in our, in our group. So I will make sure that I tweet this to him tomorrow. Uh, on the show, uh, a lot of people may see a lot of quotes from a wrestler by the name of Bully Ray, uh, WWE Hall of Famer. He's actually one of the hosts or the co-hosts on the show. Him and another man who I'm going to bury today. Now, Bully Ray is on the show on Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays for the most part. If he's not there, occasionally Tommy Dreamer will come in and sub in for him. But the Tuesday host, the Tuesday host, it's funny because he's on only that one day a week. The Tuesday host is a former WWE superstar, a current WWE Hall of Famer, and was known as the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Sexual chocolate. Oh, Mr. Henry. You see, yesterday I tuned into the show like I usually do because I'm a driver for the most part of my days, and I actually discovered Busted Open when I was a truck driver. Now I'm a medical transporter, so I'm driving about 8 to 12 hours a day, depending on how my schedule looks, so on and so forth. So I listen to Busted Open whenever it is on. And Mark Henry is, like I said, on Tuesdays, and he, for some reason, loves to defend Monday Night Raw. Now, anybody who has watched the show, especially over the past three weeks, when WWE on back-to-back weeks has hit ratings lows in the history of the 25 years Monday Night Raw has been out. This man, mind you, the, the show is a wrestling fan show. It's a show for fans like us who are diehard fans, who are smart to the business more than, as I usually say, casual fans. So like I always say, we're in on the trick. We know how the cake is made. Mark Henry loves to say, oh, it wasn't that bad of a show when we're all pulling eddies and saying it fucking sucks. Now, yesterday, yeah. yesterday, Mr. Henry decided to grow a set of balls. As fans were calling in and pretty much damn near saying almost word for word everything that you and Eddie just said about what occurred during Monday Night Raw, he was telling us that it's a good show that we're damn near idiots. And that if anybody is to come at him with any type of bullshit excuses on why the show's bad, you better come correct. <clears throat> oh, Henry Chocolate Bar. You, sir, need to realize you work for a show, like I said, that's for the smart fans. We're not these casual viewers that Vince McMahon is trying to reach out and pull in for ratings on a Monday night. We're not these casual fans that go on Twitter and say, WWE was so good. Oh my God, I love it. Seth Rollins had another match with Rolf Ziggler. Hey, Bobby Lashley's ass is on TV. This is great. Yes, I'm sorry, Kyle, I had to throw that in there. It's, it's, it's just there. <laughs> but you, Mark Henry, you, sir, are nobody to tell us that we need to shut up and enjoy it, and we need to come correct with our bullshit. You're famous for banging a 90-year-old woman who gave birth to a fucking hand. Which you didn't take care of. Which you were careful raised. Exactly. <laughs> you were hitting on China. You stuck your hand down a hermaphrodite's pants and was shocked when, oh, it's a penis. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, you can't work for shit. All right. When I was training to become a professional wrestler, they told me that I should study videos of Mark Henry. I had about 20 matches in my short-lived career, and I'll admit it. My first five matches, I damn near mimicked your style. Every single match that I had as your style that I damn near copied almost move for move, people were telling me how boring and how shitty it was and how slow-paced it is. 
Because you know something, Mark Henry? You, sir, in your entire career have never put on a great matchup. Congratulations. You had the pain. It was a cool gimmick. The only time you ever got over was the day you decided to fake a retirement so people can give a damn about your career. All right? Yeah, you reinvented yourself a little bit. But you, sir, you are nothing to write home about. You can't carry a match. You can barely tie the Revival shoes. And look how bad they're sinking right now on Monday Night Raw. Now, as much as I think you're a nice human being and that you're very kind-hearted, dude, you're dumb to the fact. You, sir, are a WWF or WWE shill. You suck up to the company. You suck up to every single person that comes on the radio and that praises WWE. But the moment someone bashes them, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're doing. Mark Henry, I've been watching this product for over 30-plus years. I never played football a day in my life, but I know what a pass interference is. I know what a fumble is. I know what an interception is. I know what holding is. I never played basketball a day in my life, but I know what a foul is. I know what a flagrant foul is. I know what a flagrant two is. I never played baseball a day in my life, and hell, I damn near know what a balk is. And most people don't know what a balk is. So, Mark Henry, don't sit here and tell me visually what I have been seeing for over 30-plus years, longer than your ass has been in this goddamn business, that I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't tell me, someone who's produced music back in the day, that I don't know how to put pieces together to make it sound and look proper. I know what storytelling is on television, and I know when there's logic gaps on these shows. So don't sit here and tell me that something is being done properly when everybody else in the world can clearly see that something is done wrong. And to Mr. David LaGreca, me and you kind of went back and forth on Twitter because of the fact, yes, I'm sorry, I needed a minute for this one. But you, sir, I you made a you favorited a tweet of somebody who was coming back at me when I called you guys out on your bullshit. And you favorited the tweet, you put the little heart emoji, you clicked the button. And yes, you sat there and played Mr. Oh, WWE's perfect because you were working with Mark Henry. So you know what I did? Today, I listened to the show. And today, Bully Ray was on the show. And Bully Ray stated everything that I stated in my tweet. And you know what you said, Mr. LaGreca? Oh, Mr. LaGreca, you said that after hearing what Bully Ray had to say, you felt duped. So what did I do? I decided to send I decided to send a little tweet back at Mr. LaGreca saying, wow, it's funny how when Bully Ray is there and literally repeats everything that I just said, you feel duped by what the authority said to you. But the day before when Mark Henry was out there telling people to come correct with their BS, you were all gun-ho by Mr. Mark Henry's side. Sir, you are the host of a national radio show. Your brother, Don LaGreca, is one of the biggest sportscasters in the state of New York. You need to have some type of credibility, too, when it comes to this shit. Don't play both sides of the fence. Pick a side of the fence. Defend that side of the fence. And have people come in and try to change your mind on that side of the fence. But you know something? Stay in your ground. Similar to your power rankings that you do every week, they're not power rankings. They're Dave's fave five. So busted open radio, Mr. Mark Henry, or should I call you O. Henry the Chocolate Bar, sexual chocolate, sexual misconduct, Mr. Bang a 90-year-old, whatever you want to call it. Mark Henry, you, sir, are now officially buried. Mm. Damn. 